lead her every day, living for messy action. This is the Lifestyle Leadership Podcast for women who want to be the best version of themselves while making an impact. And who are willing to take messy and perfect action to get there. I'm Jordan. And I'm Dr. Tay. And we are here to guide and empower you to lead yourself every day. Let's dive into today's episode. Okay, everybody, we are back again with another episode. And today we are going to take a concept that we've touched on briefly, and we're going to expand on it a little bit. So we're talking about growth, but actually from this perspective of, and this is the takeaway of the episode, because we're going to define growth, what we mean by it, all of it. But the one thing to remember throughout this entire episode, it's giving yourself permission not to grow. And the emphasis is on that permission. You're always going to grow and evolve. And we're going to talk about that. But it's really this concept of can you give yourself permission not to grow? And this is something I have been reflecting so much on. And then Jordan and I actually had a conversation um, and it was really, we'll talk through it, but even kind of some of our differing perspectives on it. And it was really impactful for the two of us to have this conversation. So we wanted to bring it to you. Yeah. And I think that there's so many important things to note. One being everyone has a different definition of growth and we're not really going to peel back the semantics of it. Like Taylor said, We're really trying to focus on like the permission to just be. And I also think it's important to say that like everyone's life looks different and everyone's journey looks different. And we're obviously, especially on the platform that we have and who we are as people, we're not sitting here saying don't grow, but there's so many different scenarios and seasons in life where you need to be able to experience the freedom in saying like, I am just okay being in this area or in this season across the board. And we're going to talk a little bit about maybe like, what are the red flags that that season is like coming up for you and like here for you and what that might look like. Um, and maybe some mindset around seasons where you are sustaining and pausing a little bit. Yeah. And I'm even going to challenge that. We're going to call them green flags, not red flags, because this is a positive thing that we want to be able to embrace, that this season of pause is coming up in our life. And it's kind of a world-class athlete. They have rest scheduled into their training schedule. They are not training every single day. And yes, there might even be an antsiness on those days they're not training to be like, how can I improve? How can I progress? But the best athletes have mind you have coaches, like even like mindset coaches working with them. They have therapists working with them to teach them. You have to let your body recover. And so I want you to think of it like that is you're still going to grow. You're still going to progress. And we actually know from recovery, there's a lot of growth that comes from it, but it's willing to take those days off. And it might not be days in your world. It might be a week or two and, or it might even be a month, but There's just so much fear I've started to notice around this idea of constantly progressing and constantly growing. And I want you to think of your mind like a world-class athlete. You actually have to be willing to give yourself permission to pause and rest. Just as a reminder, anything shared on our episodes are not clinical advice. Please talk to a qualified mental health professional if you are needing more support. So Taylor mentioned this fear. I think that 
in general, in our society, we have this complex of like moving on to the next, what's better, what's next. Taylor and I were actually just talking before we press record. I was like personal victory, personal story. <laughs> we're trying to save money right now. I'm trying to be so much better at spinning habits. I'll unpack that in another episode, you know, but, um, and I said, I'm actually feeling like I'm losing this desire that it was like, if I'm bored, I'm going to go to Amazon and I'm going to go to target. Cause I need something new and better. And like, I'm, I'm losing that desire through this practice of like pause through this pack practice of sustainment. You're going to wear what's in your closet and you're just going to pause. And so it's kind of funny how, you know, that desire to constantly be better was something that I think is so societal. And when you really take the time to pause, you can see it and identify it and then kind of evolve it and change it too. Yeah. And I just think this general aspect of society is always better, whether you have to have the best clothes or the best gadgets. I mean, look at the iPhone and I can even be guilty of this, like a new version of the iPhone comes out and you're like, oh, I need that. Right. That's an idea of always wanting to have the best and grow in some capacity. Right. And we do this with ourselves all the time. I'd really encourage you to do some reflective introspection on this and asking yourself, do I have this underlying pressure on myself to constantly be better, to constantly do more? And it can show up and we're going to talk specific examples, but in so many areas of your life, it could show up in your career. It could show up in your business. It could show up in your parenting. Mm -hmm. It could show up in like, if you have a spiritual or faith journey, like I see it there a lot, like always trying to be better. Um, it can show up in so many areas of your life. Yeah. And I think that when we talk about the fear, sometimes it takes us back to this scarcity mindset where it's like, well, if I pause others around me, aren't paused because that's not the season they're in. And then I'm going to be left behind. And it's really a mindset shift to just be like, I'm pausing and I'm going to root for the people that are around me and know that like my season will come in, you know, whenever, but like right now where we are, where I am right now is okay. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to be left in the dust. It doesn't mean that I am going to go backwards or like never be successful in X, Y, and Z. It just means that like, there is enough to go around. And right now you are doing what's most important for you in that season. So good. And so true. And I'm going to also encourage you if you're feeling resistance as you listen to this episode, because I know there are some of you out there that are like, no, like I, I want to be better. I enjoy being better. Old sure. me, like a, a previous version of me would have totally had resistance to this episode and been like, no, this is silly. Like I don't need to rest or even just saying, I really enjoy the process of growing. And listen, the current version of me still loves growing, finds it so incredibly rewarding. And I also find it rewarding to just be, just be present. And so if you're feeling resistance, I would say more likely than not, it is coming out of some sort of fear. And I love this idea of the fear of falling behind or being left behind or the fear of like just not working towards that next goal, accomplishing something, you know, and it's so important. It's hard sometimes to wrap your brain around, but you are not your goals. Mm -hmm. And so what do I mean by that? Like your worth isn't tied up in your goals. It's 
they're separate. You can have goals and you're still going to exist as a human separate from those goals. You can choose not to have goals and you're still going to exist as a human and you have all of your worthiness intact. And I can speak to this directly because for so long in my life, I was always like, what's next? How can I be better? How can I accomplish that next thing? I literally remember earning my PhD and granted it was during the pandemic. So I think there were some weird emotions. I didn't have a real graduation, but being like, Oh, this is great. Awesome. Good job. Okay. What's next? What can I accomplish now? And it's like, I spent six years working on something and the best that I could do is Yay. Like, and maybe it was a little more enthusiastic than that, but it would, the celebration was so short lived because I really started to realize later on, and this is what I'm working on now is that my self-worth was tied up in goals. And what's interesting here, hearing this on the flip side is like, when you say my celebration, you know, wasn't a long season, like we're not sitting here and saying, you need to go on a month long vacation to celebrate like and pause. That's not what we're saying. What Taylor said was so powerful is that like, it was a a mental thing that Mm -hmm. appreciation and ability to say, I am so proud of what I just accomplished and I am going to be here. I'm going to be content and be here after I just came out of this crazy season of school and achievement. It's like a mental thing, right? So it's like the pause and the appreciation of this contentment in your season versus being like, that was really cool. Now what's next. And another thing that I keep thinking about is like the better mentality actually also contradicts like excellence in a way, because imagine like as a small business owner, I feel like we wear so many hats. It's like, you got to learn Instagram, email, social, you know, all of the things, right. The algorithm D all the above. And so what is the value though, when you learn a new skill, to like jump to the next one and add a new one to your resume instead of maybe saying, I'm just going to pause on learning anything new and continue doing what I'm doing, you know, be in that skill for a minute instead of like constantly having to add all these new gold stars. And I know that's a really small example, but I think that sometimes we do that in life. You know, Taylor brought up a lot of good comments about maybe we do this with our kids, you know, and the relationship that we have with them in parenting. And I just think it's this concept of the fear of what, what does it mean if we don't grow? It feels uncomfortable because we're so used to this mentality. It's become our norm. Again, when I reflect back to a lot of how I used to be, it still pops up now. I just want to own that. Like no one's going to be perfect in this. It's going to be a journey, but how I used to be, I think truly I was fearful of what it meant if I wasn't trying to progress and what, what would I do with my time? I didn't know how to be, I didn't know how to like physically be present. Um, and so related to the parenting thing, because this idea of presence really, I love using child examples because it seems to simplify it. And then we can like map it onto ourselves. But one of the things that I've noticed working with parents is when we learned how to read in like kindergarten, right? Our generation, now they're teaching like three-year-olds how to read. And I get comments all the time. I had someone recently, it was a parent of a two-year-old be like, I think my kid's behind because he doesn't know his numbers. He doesn't know his colors. He doesn't know his alphabet. And I was like, 
he's not behind. Like he was like newly turned to, and I was like, nope, not behind. But that's like the sentiment. That's the mentality right now is like, we're lowering the age at which kids learn skills. And what's really, really interesting then is this idea of always wanting to teach your kids came up in a early intervention session for me. So I work as a psychologist, a child psychologist with parents of children with autism, teaching them and coaching them how to engage their children. And I had a parent in particular just broadly share, you know, feeling overwhelmed. And what I said to her is I said, listen, you don't need to be learning all these new skills. At the core, the most important thing you can do is sit with your child. Be present and like, don't sit with your child and be on your phone, like fully just be present in that moment. Don't be mentally checked out. And I said, follow your child's lead. They will tell you what they're interested in and what they want to do. And I, in that moment, saw so much relief in her to hear that I was giving her permission to not work on these skills. And that's what she needed in this moment. But I think we miss this a lot. We're so focused on teaching our children that we forget that they actually just need their mom there. Or if maybe their dad, maybe we have some guys listening to this podcast, but they just need you as the parent there in front of them. Yeah. And I think that we can reflect that example so much back onto our own lives, right? Another concept that you could tie off of that is when you're constantly worried about what's next, kind of like I was just talking about with the whole better and the excellence almost clash when you're constantly worried about what's next. And we've mentioned this before, you can't really truly enjoy like where you are, you know, and being able to celebrate that season. And when we could see it, it's easy to say, oh yeah, I could see that. Like if you were a parent, you're sitting with your kid, you're constantly trying to teach them new skills. Like, no, just like be with them and enjoy, be present. Like it's easy to see it in that example, but so often kind of like to your point, we don't like map and reflect that of like how that looks in our life. Like what is that presence and peace and stillness look like in our life. And, you know, we talked to a little bit as we were planning this episode, like postpartum for me has definitely been a, a season more like of sustainment. That didn't mean that I wasn't trying to wake up and be like my best self. I mean, yeah, some days I wasn't, but it, it didn't mean that as a consistent thread, I wasn't doing those things. I know make me like the best Jordan, the best mom, the happiest right? But what it meant was that there are seasons where my best self tomorrow and the next day and the next day, it's like, it doesn't have to be better. Like it's just the same best self. She doesn't have to be like this growing and evolving and learning new things. And like, she's just being the best her, you know, and, and it's like level right now and that's okay. And there's also seasons where it's not level and you're going like this, you know, you're, you're growing and you're evolving and it's wonderful, but even businesses, like, I mean, if you really take it back to like, look at, if you're like, oh, my business grew, like there's also seasons of sustainment. There's seasons of, you can't see me, but like, I don't know what you would call it. A flat line, <laughs> a flat line. Yeah. Like it, it's leveled off level. Yeah. Yeah. A great visual with this is go Google Amazon or Apple stock, like go to your computer and Google it. And what's going to come up is you are going to see, like, if you really zoom out, you see this upward trajectory, this a lot of growth, but I encourage you zoom in on the couple day mark, or even a couple months, you're going to see flatline periods. You're also going to see dips in it. Right. But all we look at as a concept is we just say, well, 
Amazon and Apple stock, mind you, I should caveat, I am not a stock person, but I just know these are good examples. So they might be going down right now. I have no clue. Thank you to my financial advisor who handles all that because I would be lost. But anyway, you think of Apple and Amazon, those are things you want to invest in that you know are going to grow. And we focus on this overall growth, but even the most successful businesses have seasons of plateau or even sometimes seasons of decline. Yeah. And, you know, I'll share this personal example. If, if you're still like, I just, I'm not getting it right. Like I disagree because even when Taylor first brought this concept up, I was like, I don't know, like, I I don't know, you know, and as we talked through it, it made so much sense. And we just knew that it was a conversation that had to be shared, but like, I have a corporate career and I enjoy my job, but in talking actually with my dad, you know, he's talking about what's next in my career and could where I am and where I'm headed in the near term, like potentially be like a great growth move for my career. And my response was like, what if I don't want to grow in my career right now? Is that still good enough? And I think if you can look at that, your answer would obviously be like, yes, that's still good enough. That's what we're talking about. Like in this season I'm in with small children, balancing a job and a working husband, like it's just not my season to want to grow and, and climb the corporate ladder to the top right now. But that also doesn't mean that I'm not doing a great job in the job that I have. And like, just being okay with like that. And so I think when you, when you look at it like that, it makes sense. Absolutely. I think the key in this, just to bring us back to the beginning of the episode is permission is what Mm -hmm. it comes down to, is giving yourself the permission that it's okay not to climb the corporate ladder right now. Jordan's not saying she never wants to, but in this season of life, you know, she's trying to balance all areas. And that's the other thing to know is sometimes we're going to grow in one area and we just don't have the capacity in the other areas. And yes, You know, I I also got into a conversation with someone else about this, that it's like, well, you expand your capacity and sure that absolutely is true. And, but even that is this idea of more and what this ultimately came down to for me is why are we putting so much pressure on ourselves to always have more, to always be better. And I think it's a cultural influence and that in turn then has made us fearful to say, hey, I need to pause right now. I'm going to be honest. I'm in a season of total sustainment and contentment right now. And I feel so much peace and just like owning it that, you know what? Yes, I am growing businesses, but in terms of my own personal growth, one of the ways that, you know, and this could be like a way for you to know but one of the ways I, I started to realize I was really, really overwhelmed. So Jordan called them red flags. I'm going to call them green flags because it's just an indicator of like, hey, pay attention. It's not a bad thing. But I was feeling overwhelmed and, you know, decided, okay, what can I focus on? And so I'm building these businesses. One of the things that has taken a backseat is dating. Do I still date sometimes? Like I'm single, if you guys didn't know that. Absolutely. But it's not a priority. I'm not trying to go out there and like make that my top priority because I I just don't feel like it's possible. So that's how it started. But then I was like, why am I always trying to learn and grow? And one of the things that comes up a lot is like, okay, you have these negative feelings 
What can you learn from that? What's it communicating to you? And y'all know that I love feelings. Like I love talking about emotions. They are powerful tools. They are powerful indicators. So hear this. It's not me saying don't use them in that way. Again, it's simply giving yourself permission though to not use them in that way. And it's this permission that seems to be difficult. And why can't you just be like, you know what? I feel really angry about this right now. Or honestly, I had a guy ghost me and I felt really sad. And then my therapist, even that I, I like felt the emotion, but I tried to rush through it. But then even my therapist was like, it's really normal to feel bummed. Like, have you actually given yourself permission to feel bummed? And I was like, no, she's like, okay, do that right now. And I was like, really? Like, I was so excited to give myself permission to feel bummed, just like letting the feeling exist versus being like, how do I grow in response to this feeling? So good. So I talked a little bit about, you know, my personal life example with the decision to give myself permission to just be in my career and not have to be looking always towards the next thing and chasing that next opportunity. And that's just because that's where I am right now. That doesn't reflect my goals for the future. That doesn't mean that that's where I'll always be. That is where my life is right now. I think another good example of this is postpartum. I was home. I actually kept my oldest at home too, who's typically in daycare because of COVID. And so I'm like a typical nine to five corporate mom that all of a sudden, and if you've never had this identity shift, it is an identity shift that all of a sudden is now at home with both kids, a newborn. I thought I was going to have like a nice quiet newborn (laughs) period, but I didn't because I also had my toddler home. My husband's working long hours because it's the summertime. And I made that distinct decision to give myself the permission to take off my business hat, to take off my small business hat, my, my corporate hat, you know, what my, my growth hat, you know, my John Maxwell leadership podcast everyday hat. And I actually just decided to pick up my first ever parenting book. I was struggling like a lot of women do with some, you know, postpartum blues and some anger. And I wanted to grow in that season. And that's where I was right then. And even though it hurt me a little bit to not be growing and getting better and evolving in other areas, that was the season that I was in right now. And so did I pause? Yeah, I paused a lot of other things and I picked up a different priority. And again, I think that it's okay to just remember that those are seasons. That's why we call them seasons. And for you, like Taylor said at the beginning, it could be a day, it could be a week, but it could be longer than that. And that's okay. Yeah. And so that concept of right now is really, really relevant to this. So sometimes again, that fear clicks in and it's like, wait, are you telling me not to grow? No, we absolutely aren't. We love growth here. We've talked about growth many times before, but it is right now. So set a time limit, you know, and then say, I'm going to check back in with myself in two weeks or for a postpartum period, for example, you might say, I'm going to give myself two months and then I'm going to check in and do that mental check or like that pulse check, so to speak. Where are you right now? Because this is going to ebb and flow. And what you're going to notice is when you are ready for growth mode again, it is going to come so naturally. You are not going to have to force it. It's just going to flow. You'll know. So don't, I shouldn't say don't because it's a natural fear to have that you'll get stuck here, but there is a little bit of belief in this process of being like, 
know my growth zone will come. And if you're really fearful of this, like for me right now, pretty much I've given myself permission across the board not to grow right now. And it's been so freeing because I just want to be present. And I also want to learn how to actually notice my emotions and just welcome them and accept them. And yes, there is growth in that. I'm learning emotional processing, right? But it's, it's again, the mindset of it. And yes, my businesses are growing, but like, I don't have this like immense pressure that I'm thinking about all the time. But if giving yourself permission across the board is hard, do what Jordan just described, where you say, I'm going to just drop one thing off and give myself permission to pause on this, but I'm going to keep growing in this other area. I also think, you know, Taylor mentioned trusting in the process. And the last thing I'll say is I heard this on an Instagram reel audio where we hear all wonderful things these days, right? <laughs> right. Audio. And it was talking about like, you think you're ready for something, but you're in this like season of you're still waiting and like, don't underestimate that season because it really is preparing you for like what's to come. And you probably don't even know it. You probably couldn't even say, well, this is why I'm having to wait. I know that I'm being prepared. Like it's going to be frustrating. Right. But when you give yourself that permission to Taylor's point, maybe you're going to be able to see opportunity different in the future. Maybe an opportunity is going to come your way that you would not have been able to say yes to, or see when you were in full on growth mode or your soul changes. And you feel like you can listen to it more, like never underestimate that season. It has a purpose. And typically it's for, it's preparing you still, you know, for that growth season to come. Yeah. I actually posted a TikTok recently that I was just thinking about it because it really applies to my life as well is what if you have everything you need right now? And the things that you were desiring, you're not ready for them yet. I think that's so powerful to think about. Yeah, I I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I'm very open about that. And yet I haven't found the right person. And some of it is there is this patience game. And it's easy to slip into the mindset of like, why is everyone else meeting someone? Why haven't I met someone? And truth be told, that absolutely comes up. And then I just remember maybe it's just not my time and that is okay. And someone, one of my friends tells me this all the time. Ironically, Taylor, you're on this personal growth journey. You're growing, you're evolving. She's like, maybe the person you're, you're meant to be with, if you believe in soulmates, but is doing that same thing. And you guys aren't ready to come together yet. And I just love this concept that sometimes this, this pause, this lull is exactly everything you need. And I encourage you just to embrace it, to sit in it, to accept it versus rushing to try to get something or forcing it because One last point I will personally make is when you give yourself this permission, well, let me talk about when you don't give yourself this permission, whatever it is, when you're working towards it and you really just don't have the capacity, you don't have the energy, you don't have the bandwidth, you're not ready for it, but you keep trying to push towards it. It always feels like you're falling short, like it's not good enough versus if you just say to yourself, you know, I need to pause right now. I am giving myself that permission. If you do get to go work on that, it feels like a bonus. There's a different mindset shift in that it's like, okay, it doesn't feel like failure 
all the time because you've taken control, you've taken accountability rather than allowing your circumstances, which might be really challenging, or you might be in a season again, where there's just so much going on to always feel like you're failing and not doing enough feels really bad versus if you just simply give yourself the permission to not try to do everything right now, you're also going to have a much better mindset day to day because it's not going to constantly feel like you're failing. Once again, I'm like, Taylor, I'll pay you for a therapy session later because (laughs) I needed all of that as a reminder. I just needed that. So that's so good. Oh yeah, you're welcome. And I hope it serves other people. And, you know, this is the type of work though, that I do a lot through my coaching business. And I've really embraced this mentality. It's really ironic as a psychologist, as a coach, I get paid to help people change, right? This literally what people are paying me for. And yet I have no problem teaching them. I want you to just pause right now. You know, I want you we don't need to develop any new habits or we don't even need to shift your thoughts. I want you just to pause. Like, what does it feel like to give yourself that to, it's like a gift. And I hear this from my coaching clients that, wow, it is like a gift to be able to just like, know that it's okay to sit here. And so we'll wrap up with this before our messy action. Of course, I am giving you permission right now to pause because so often we need to hear from other people that it is acceptable. And I am telling you it's more than acceptable and it is going to be so rejuvenating, so fulfilling, and you are going to discover things that you, you don't even realize. And so that's the really cool thing by giving yourself permission to pause and permission not to grow. You are going to have amazing growth in the process. We are almost done with this episode, but we want to leave you with tangible steps to apply this. We are all about taking messy action, and we would encourage you to embrace that with us. Here's this week's takeaway. Okay, so for this week's messy action takeaway, we want you to actually do this exercise. Um, Take out your journal, your lead her everyday notebook that you write and do all of your messy action takeaways in and make a list of the things putting pressure on you right now. Just write them down, anything that comes to mind. And then sit with yourself for a minute and circle those areas that you feel maybe you could pause and then sit on that. And again, it may not be your season to pause and that's fine. But if you look at that list and you can write down like 10 things that are giving you anxiety and putting way too much pressure on you for the 24 hours that you have like in a day. So like one of your non-negotiables, you may have a nine to five job and and that right now you could just be in a season where like that's a non-negotiable. So maybe put a star next to those and all of those extra things that you have the authority over that you're putting pressure on yourself or you're putting that on your plate, start circling some things that you're going to put on a plate for later on and that you're going to give yourself permission to pause on. Yeah. So I think some of this is even if you feel like you're not in a season where you need to pause, just doing this reflection becomes really important. Even if you can just start with one thing, that's all, that's all it takes, right? Give yourself that permission for just one thing. So we hope that this was an impactful episode for you guys. As always, please make sure to share to your stories. When you share other people get to hear this message and you never know who really may need to hear it today. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you all. We really hope you enjoyed today's episode. 
We love when you share your imperfect but impactful progress with us on social media. We've linked our Instagram, leadher.everyday, in the show notes so you can tag us. Make sure you don't miss the next episode. Hit subscribe to stay up to date. See you next time.